Hello, welcome to the Canola Watch podcast. My name is Jay Wetter, and today we're talking about insects in review for 2015 and what to expect for 2016. And the specific topic for this one is flea beetles. With me are... Justine Cornelson with the Canola Council for uh, Southern Alberta agronomist. Keith Gobert, Central Alberta South. And Gregory Seckwick, Peach Region of Alberta and British Columbia. So we've got three Alberta agronomy specialists here. Are we going to be talking about Alberta or can we branch out and talk a bit about the other prairie provinces? We can talk about insects. We won't be really specific where we're talking <laughs> about insects. Insects don't right. respect provincial borders. Exactly. Nicely put. What was the big insect of 2015? Well, if you're a canola agronomist, the big insect for 2015 was flea beetles. But the bigger story was we had a crop that didn't come out of the ground well, that struggled, that stayed in a vegetative state in relatively small leaf area for a really long time. And that's why the flea beetles were so bad. It's not that, not necessarily, although maybe there were more of them, but it was just that crop was already under a lot of stress. Keith, is that the key? Probably. And to top it off, because the crop was stressed and not really doing that well, we had growers checking their crop a little more often than they were used to as well. But in saying that, you're not saying that um, that they were spraying unnecessarily. Those fields that needed to be sprayed for flea beetles were sprayed justifiably. I think acres that were actually sprayed were fairly minimal. Pockets. Pockets. I know for southern Alberta, flea beetles were not a big issue. They were out there, and they were here in the fall as well. So... Um, yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and agree with both of you, sorry to interject there, uh, that uh, the flea beetles were by far the, the insects of the most concern this year and in years past as well. They're, they're traditionally the, the number one economic loss from insects that we see in canola for um, the, the, the most recent years and the foreseeable future as well. Uh, but like Justine said, uh, where they were sporadic but intense. Where they were, they were, they were horrible, but they weren't particularly widespread, it seems. Hmm. Um, Justine, you like talking about plant establishment. When it comes to flea beetle management and reducing the flea beetle risk, there seems to be obvious benefits to having a good, well-established crop and numbers. And that's, I think, where the flea beetles really took a hit this year. We did not have a nice established crop. We were starting off with, you know, um, uneven germination, like whole areas that were already missing due to drought or poor moisture. Um, So the flea beetles were targeting anything that was up and out of the ground at that point in time. Do we do anything for 2016 differently based on what happened in 2015 and flea beetles in particular? I think flea beetles are, while they're our number one pest in canola, they're probably our most difficult pest to predict. So it's not necessarily that we're going to do anything differently. Uh, For the most part, every acre of of canola is treated with an insecticide simply because that one pest is so prevalent and so unpredictable. As well, that pest uh, overwinters as an adult, wakes up and is a you might as well call insects uh, a temperature-driven engine. So if the soil warms up and the insects get moving a little faster than the crop, it's like having a bully looking over your shoulder looking to steal your lunch. It, it's, if there's not enough food to go around, the crop gets damaged. So anything different for 2016 or just uh, use the seed treatment? Um, Scout. Monitor to scout the crop, yeah. Remain, scout the crop. Scout. Remain vigilant. Yeah. Uh, because that's the other symptom that we saw from the flea beetle feeding this year, uh, was that while in the areas where their magnitude was greater, 
they were showing up at a time when the crop was also stressed from a, a number of factors, uh, not least of which cold, windy conditions, yeah. uh, which is kind of the worst case scenario for flea beetles because then they will move down off of the leaves where they can be easily controlled by the insecticide and start chewing on the stem where a, a, a much smaller proportion of bites can do a much greater magnitude of damage. So that's what we saw a lot of this year as well. So a lot of the spring that, that we saw in the piece, for example, was on fields that were stressed from cold and, uh, and, and wind. Uh, in, in addition to, to, to moisture. And then we had flea beetles that were feeding on the stem and we were seeing plant stand reductions as a result. Uh, by the numbers that were there, we likely wouldn't have needed to spray from, from foliar loss because our, our threshold data are, are pretty sound. But uh, the, the, the type of feeding that they were doing was certainly more damaging than, than just straight up uh, leaf or cod leaf feeding would have been. Okay. Uh, so, so the in-season discussion that we have is at 25% foliar damage, which looks really bad. If, if there's a single scouting, uh, single scouting time when, where perhaps it's not in your best interest to scout your own crop, it's probably flea beetles because 25% damage <coughs> when it's your crop looks like 50. Um, so if you, in your mind's eye, imagine that you squish all these little bite marks down, does it take half of one of those cotyledons, a quarter, at which point you really should start preparing to spray. Um, now, if you see new growth without any feeding damage at that point and you have more biomass, more vegetation, the next time you scout that field, perhaps that's hard to see in a day's time, but if you're going out on a regular basis and your crop's not looking better, uh, there's some pretty clear indications that you may need to apply an insecticide. The, the trigger is actually 50% defoliation, which is absolutely terrible looking in the field hmm. but you'll see those crops come back if they've got adequate moisture good growing conditions and the flea beetles have had been controlled by that insecticide that crop will bounce back really well and we've got a number of stories from agronomists and scouts that go out and say well you know i was at 50 60 percent damage and the crop looked fine two weeks later uh, the the problem is how do you assess the continued level of damage and if your crop doesn't look better as you're scouting it through that flea beetle infestation, it's a really good indication that you're going to need or should be planning on putting on an insecticide. Thank you, Keith, Justine, and Greg. For more on flea beetles, go to www.canolawatch.org, click on insects at the top, and search for flea beetles. This has been a Canola Watch podcast. I'm Jay Wetter.